Royce, Royce set it, Royce, Royce set it, Royce, Royce set it, yeah! Okay, and welcome again to Dear Me, Pendle Revisit is... Uh, where we're going to reminisce, uh, remember those glory days for Pendle. Um, I'm here as always, Ryan, uh, and I'm here with Kenzie. How are you, pal? I'm good, mate. We are here again, and we're already into episode three, going along yeah. nicely. Flying by, flying by. As we said at the end of episode two, we're going to be talking about goals, our favourite goals, some of the great moments and important goals, and then perhaps some of the surprise packages as well along the way. Um Kenzie, have you got a favourite goal? My favourite goal, um, I think my favourite goal was probably uh, in the pre-season game against Southfields where I scored, for me, like an absolute weldy, but it, it never got an award for it, but I knew it was uh, it wouldn't have counted. But um, no, I, I got some important goals, a couple of games that come to mind. I, I remember us being 1-0 down and I was on the bench. Uh, I think it was a year... Year we won the um, league cup actually, but this was in the in the charity cup. It was the round before the eight eight nil um, win against Woodlands, and we were one nil down against a team that I think was in like the second division. And I remember coming on and, and getting both the goals, one a header and one of um, back post volley, uh, which really stood out. I, I really felt good about that. And um, there was a game against Kingswood later on, whereby we was. Uh, 2-1 down at half-time. I remember us winning 4-2 and getting two of the goals there. But um, otherwise, this isn't about me. This isn't a subject that uh, suits me. I, I, I like to say I assisted in some good goals and was involved in the build-up a lot of it. But being a little bit more defensive-minded, this is about the true Pendle goal scorers. Um, Ryan, what about yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, similarly, mate. Probably even more so, at least that doesn't... Uh... Doesn't really apply to me in terms of scoring goals, um, unless it's of the own variety. Uh, I think I scored maybe two own goals, but I never managed to bag in my my Pendle career. I think the other than the goal I scored on Rob Stag there in front of David May, um, the I think the last goal I scored was when I was about sixteen. I think I I hit the post um, in a in a mid-season friendly game with a with a left foot strike tip keep tips it onto the post, and I think that was just. I had a couple of other little half chances with headers and stuff when uh, in the early days, but no, sadly, um, never managed to uh, to get on the uh, to get on the old score sheet. But um, but I suppose a, a yeah. penalty save is just as good as scoring a goal, which you uh, definitely make highly to. Yeah, definitely a few of those I can uh, that I'll bring up in uh, in future episodes. Yeah, 100%, yeah. So I can blow my own trumpet. <laughs> We're going to talk about. Um, some of the start off with some of the, the great goals. So some of the the, real, the screamers, the dribble, the mazy dribbles, and fantastic strikes that were scored in the in the, in the Pendle days. So um, first one on my list was, and the main reason it was first one on the list was because it was the goal I remember was the first win, the inaugural winner when we started when we started doing a uh, a trophy presentation. It was the inaugural winner of the goal of the season, uh, and that was Mr. Jack Ranger. Um, scoring an absolute screamer of a left foot volley against Pitsy over Bazunite. Always a rogue pitch over there, but nice to get get a goal against Pitsy because yeah. 
you know, it, inevitably it would have been in a loss because we never fucking seem to win against Pitsy St Mary's, but um, it was an absolute screamer. Yeah. The other reason I remember it fondly as well is because I was the one that set it up, free kick on the halfway line, just just landed it, landed it just inside the inside their penalty area, left hand side, and uh, and Jack screamed the volley in, cross back across goal into the into the opposite opposite corner, an absolute screamer. Um, some of the other ones we had on the list going from racking our brains. Jay's volley scored. Jay scored an absolute screamer of a left foot volley. Um, probably one of the more recent goals. I can't remember. Can you remember who that was against, Kenzie? I can't. I can't. No. Um, I just remember Jay. He he had a solid shot on him when he connected with him, and this one just stood out. It's just absolutely amazing strike. Yeah, one of those where you just hit them and it stays hit. Yes, kind of thing. Um, reminds me of actually in a warm up over basketball. I just been made sub. A ball got flicked up to me, and I scored a similar left foot. Absolute screaming volley, and I remember saying to Dan, "And you've just put me on the substance." Dan. <laughs> oh, and he went, <laughs> "And he went, yeah, but you're not showing that in the games." <laughs> and that was a very, and that was a very fair point because yeah. that that wasn't something I ever did during the game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so another one I remember was, um, you know, and another a, a score of a lot of goals, and certainly a score of some some great goals over the years. Ricky Shepherd mentioned him, Shrek. Um, you know, certainly, you know, that's the first sort of four or five years. He was the man to beat when you're going for top goal scorer. Um, and I think Royce was the was the one who was sort of challenging him for it in the in those early days. Yeah, I, me- um, I remember the £10 bet down the crane was about a goal, yeah, wasn't Royce it? Yeah, Royce signing it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that video's still knocking around yeah. somewhere, definitely. Yeah. And uh, But I remember there was a game, I think it was over the over on the top pitch, the one up by the, up by the, um, the kids' playground over, over Holy Cross. Mm. One of those where Rick Rick got on the ball and, and sometimes he had that that sort of beleaguered, blinkered, all I'm going to do is shoot mindset. And it didn't matter that there was four players in front of him and but also five other penalty players he could pass to. And he was one of those, everyone's going, Rick, pass it, Rick, Rick, pass it. Rick, let off, Rick, pass, Rick, Rick, Rick. Oh, fuck's sake, don't shoot. And he scores a screaming from 25 <laughs> yards. And it was just, you know, one of those rifled... Yeah, again, another one who had a who had a real true shot on him when it when it got hit, it stayed it into the into the far corner. Um, great strike, sort of thing. And he backed himself up because there was times whereby he might have made the wrong decision, but when you back it up with things like that, you can't really, you know, not expect it to happen again. And and that's what it did for him time after time again. Yeah, the other one I had was a slightly different goal in terms of. In terms of style, you know, a few, few screamers. This one was a bit more of a, a bit more, um, bit more style in it, and it was old, old Jimmy Abraham, uh, the legend that is Jim. Um, I wasn't actually here for this game. I don't think, or I can't remember if it was, maybe I wasn't there, or if I'd gone off and and maybe gone back to the change room or something and missed it. But Jim, you might have to fill me in because he he, he beat a few players dribbling round. I can't remember if it was an away game over, maybe over. Um, Beauchamps or somewhere like that. Yeah, maybe. I, um, I think Wick, Wickford come to mind straight away, and uh, yeah, Jim had picked up the ball and it was it was sort of out, out on his own somehow, and um, he's ended up putting this ball in the net in unbelievable fashion. And uh, I think he was surprised himself, like laughing at himself in a way. It's unbelievable. Yeah, goal. beat beat 
beat a few players and, and then sort of... He, he never really won for, for absolutely striking it, Jim, but he, he did have a nice sort of curled finish on him, didn't That's he? That's it, yeah. Just looking down the list, in that same season as um, Jack's volley, you know, Royce, he had a, had a quality free kick over Tower, you know, the, over Canvey way. Yeah. Low drill free kick through the wall. Uh, good, you know, quite important goal that one as well. Tight game, four, four, three. I remember, seems to remember three, two game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then it'd be probably Archibus, not to mention two players who, who scored numerous worldies. In fact, one one of them um, scored so many good goals in one game that we couldn't even decide yeah. which of those goals should be given goal of the season. So he just won goal of the season for two goals scored in the same game, and that was Jack Stan. Um, and then the other one as well, Billy Drain. Oh. But those pairs, you know, yep. again, for, for a spell there, three or four years, just banging goals in, you know, yeah. until until Jay came along in that last sort of last season and Jack picked up a little bit of an injury. Jack was just a goal machine as well. You yeah. Know? And that, that, goal he, he, that goal he scores from near enough the halfway line, um, was that against Torren or Pro, something like that? I can't remember now. But he picks up the ball... And the ball stays sweetly struck, decent power going uphill as well. And how it's ended up in the net, I mean, it's just an unbelievable strike. And like you say, just some of the goals he scored. Yeah, always, you know, again, another one of those, both, both, and Bill, Bill was more, I sort of remember Bill's, you know, being a bit more sort of almost standing start and he'd, he'd you know, left side whipping them top bins, sort of, you know, from from twenty twenty five yards, and he seemed to do that numerous times. And Jack sort of almost was sometimes even a, a little bit wider. But I always remember a couple of his, you know, just sort of one of those ball bouncing up a little bit and just set for the volley, and just crisp volley, just you know dipping with power, bit of whip as well, just into into the top corner. And he, and, he, and it was ridiculous, really. You, you know, it was racking the brains, like I say, trying to go through the goals, and it was ridiculous how many types of those goals they scored it was a real sort of almost like you know the, the players who've got that you know the you're on re type finishes your fucking your aguero type finishes your salah type you know the yeah. players who've got almost a unique style in how they in how they score it's that it's their type of goal that was you know that was that was jack and and, and the drain train as well um scoring those types of goals and and you know all, all the pendle forward men and strikers over the years you've got to take your hats off to them because the, the list of pretty much who you've said you had Brownie in there as a top pendle striker and stuff like that you know just just some amazing amounts and and, and how many goals um, between them is absolutely fantastic and uh, we remember them greatly <laughs> in terms of technique um Playing for probably playing for pro, he would have been at the time. He played for a few different sides, but Jamie George, when he was playing for pro, remember a game close, nil nil game, sort of probably 70th minute. No, nothing really. I was playing in goal, nothing really to do. And then all of a sudden, you know, with crosses coming, it's been a decent enough header away um, from, from whoever was playing centre half. And you thought, thought, oh, okay, yeah, no, we're still in business here. And it's just one of those, just caught just perfectly on the half volley from sort of just, you know, just right of the D um, outside yeah. the box. And it's absolutely rifled into the top left-hand corner. Like my top right, I remember just looking at it and just going, yeah. well, there's fuck all I can do about that. that no, it's just absolute 
top bins. And it was one of them that you, you couldn't plan for because actually on that day, we put Benno on him to man mark him. And yeah. the only time Benno wasn't on him is was at corners because Ben needed to mark one of the, the bigger lads. And ironically, that's where he scores from because, you know, he, he slips away and, and he's top player. And like you say, he's hit it on the volley when Ben was doing his other job in defending the corner. And we had no answer for him that day. So that is, I agree, that's probably one of the best goals we've come up against. We then we sort of then had a an award as well that we had as as great moments because you can talk about sort of great moments, but then also important goals as well. Yeah, um, some of these goals, you know, like you say, are more likely to be moments of the year. Uh, we did have a few moments of the year that weren't necessarily goals, but sticking with this episode topic, um, moments wise, whenever I talk about Pendle and a, and a goal moment, um, the feeling I got personally when we played pro away over um, by the Chichester, over Whitford way. Yeah, yeah. There was there was something something happened that day and pro were the team to beat and we end up winning 3-0 and Ben scored an absolute worldy of a header. Like, the power on his header and it just set us up for the rest of the game. The feeling we got was unbelievable, not only because of the goal, but because of who we was beating as well. Um, and that stands out to me as an, just just an unbelievable Pendle goal moment. Just a header, but my word, what a header it was. Yeah, he had he had that knack sort of thing. Like you say, I think we were saying before, like we never really seemed to score loads from corners um, no. and crosses sort of in generally. You know, we had a few people who were, who were decent in the air. Um, but we weren't we weren't always the biggest team either. I mean, even Ben, one of our best headers of the ball, you know, probably only five, you know, five ten sort of thing. He wasn't a, he wasn't a massive um, player, so we, we, it wasn't really a massive um, source of goals for us. But um, yeah, I mean, fantastic header. Yeah, um, and going back down memory lane, I remember one of the earlier sort of best moments and say be a part of I wasn't involved in the build up but I was I was so close to it on the pitch that if he had missed it I would have maybe been able to tap it in at back post but we defended a corner and um, we was at home we was on the, the Holy Cross free pitch and we, we just broke away and, and Brownie broke away and well, I, I, I certainly remember because I, I remember this goal because I, I think I was the one who put Brownie in I was the one who cleared it from from the edge of our box. I yeah. was absolutely yeah. creaming one of those volley, you know, just again, just half volley that you hit out. You know, yeah. one of those that you go, oh, what a great pass! Actually, it's probably just a clearance, but <laughs> yeah. it was. I remember just absolutely catching it sweet. Yeah, and it, and he's gone to Brownie's foot, and he, he he's run sort of like half the length length of the pitch, and he's looked up, and hopefully he won't mind me saying this, but you you know it, you put a cross in. And he wasn't one of the best headers of the ball, but Tomo was the only one up there. With the pace he had, he he kept up with Brownie. And Brownie's put this ball in, and I was probably 10, 20 yards back at the edge of the box, and Tom's headed this ball in the goal. What an unbelievable goal it was. To, and to be set up from Brownie as well, who was like out and out centre-forward. And, and, and that, that was almost like a turning point. I sort of remember thinking... Yeah, like like this team's working together now. We're 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 on the way up, and just because of an unlikely hero, um, 
gets the goal, and I think it absolutely made it for him his experience in that game. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've, I seem to remember it was the, it was, you know, coming steaming forward to try and you know he, he just headed it down, got got it under the keeper, and again it was for like a three-two win, or you know it was for, yeah. for a close game. It was the winning yeah. goal. Um, yeah, and you know Tom had often spoke about playing up front before he uh, before we all joined, sort of thing. But um, he was definitely a defender, and, uh, and the goals were few and far between. But we, he has he did manage to pick up a, a few mm. little important ones over the, over the time. And we have to mention, of course, he it was his penalty that put us through in Pendle's only um, penalty shootout win in in our era, um, probably ever. Um, it was his penalty that put us through that day against uh, Recon. Was it Recon? Yeah, Recon, the four-all draw. Four-all. Um, I remember Rick, you know, again, that's, that's probably another one for a for a whole episode because there, there was so much went on in that game. The moment of the season, the trophy probably started from that game as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. For something else that happened in that game, which I'll, um, I'm sure most of the lads will remember. But uh, I'll certainly leave that for now. But yeah, the penalty, it was a, it was a absolute caked mud bath of a pitch and it was just the, the you know sudden death penalty um someone whoever was playing in goal that day made a couple of saves during the shootout and then um they'd missed one and yeah Tom stepped up to take the last one. I remember going up to him and saying, mate, just hit the target. The goalkeeper for how covered in mud I was that day, their goalkeeper didn't have a speck of mud on him. He didn't want to dive. So I said, Tom, just hit, hit the target and you'll score. And to be yeah. fair, it was it was what it was one of those good enough penalty. He hit the target, it went in. Yeah, and uh, and he a good sliding knee celebration in the in the mud. Uh, yeah, so we did forget to talk about Lance's goal when we first recorded this. Um, even though we used it as the fucking intro, so. Apologies for that, guys. We are new to all this, and we are also amateurs. Like I say, this is a little bit we've had to drop in afterwards, uh, talking about Lance's fantastic goal over Wickford. Enjoy. And, of course, obviously at the top of the show, um, you've done an impression, and, and what this goal, it, it turned out to be a goal that led to one of Pendle's iconic impressions that have stuck with us and hence we've used it here. Joe Francis, Lance, his goal against uh, Wickford and Runwell B, I think it was. <laughs> Absolutely great goal for him. Superb moment. Unlikely hero, but my God, what a what a player and did we need him when he arrived. But the goal, it, it, the ball's been played into to Royce C. I'm not sure if he's brought it down his chest or he's just controlled it, sort of edge of the box. You could just see it happening in front of you. It, all it needed to be set back to Lance. And, of course, he, he's he's asking for the ball in the fashion, as in Roycey Roycey set it, set it. And absolutely superb to hear that and it to lead to a fantastic Pendle goal. Absolutely so pleased for him. Yeah, Kenzie, it was a, it was a fantastic goal by little Joe Fran. Um, Lance, as he became known, never, never quite understood where that nickname came from. Probably just Tomo ranting at him down the pub and just couldn't be asked to call Joe so started calling him Lance but yeah it was it was that day over Whitford remember that where it was really foggy um, I was at one end of the pitch couldn't even see the goal down the other end for probably 20-25 minutes at the first half but um, I'm pleased the fog lifted and the light shone through on that on that beautiful goal by uh, by Joey Fran 
Uh, and like you say, what a fantastic player he was and massively important. And uh, can't wait to talk more about, about his little journey uh, for us um, through learning to take a throw in, which, uh, which we'll definitely come on to. <laughs> There was a few surprise packages. I've got a few. I know you've got a few to talk about. Um, over the years, the, the unlikely people have got goals at, at various times. And um, one of the early, early goals that stands out to me was um, good old Ducky, good old right midfield Ducky when he played. Um, uh, it was another game whereby two all, not long to go. And uh, the ball's come out to him. And surprisingly, he's hit it on his left foot from the edge of the area. And it, it's just bent in. And when I say bent in, I mean like outside of the foot bent in, away from the keeper. Absolute scenes um, from Ducky there. Like, it's a superb strike on him. Bit of a heroic moment. Similar, Psycho, you know, would put his head on anything, Psycho. Um, and I remember one absolute bullet header. I, I want to say from a corner, but... He headed it from so far out. He, he almost headed it from the edge of the box, <laughs> is what I remember. And it's just rifled top middle of the goal, just under the crossbar. And he's absolutely loving it, Psycho. And, and the two early goals, I remember. Um, and another uh, a good sort of surprise package, but a really funny moment for me uh, was good old John Berry when he used to come over pre-season. He, he'd play a few games for us here and there and definitely... a a big character around Pendle and he loved the charity games. But um, there was this one one game, it was over Bastable and I think we won the game maybe 2-0. I think it was a friendly. And, uh, and he's come on left wing and I think I was playing left back at that point. And um, I remember just sort of floating a ball into the box. Uh, not much whip on it or nothing like that. But he's in the cluster of people. He's watched it come over him sort of Rooney Van Persie-esque. Not quite, but you, you know what I'm getting yeah. at. And, he, and, he, and he's hit this left foot volley into the goal and the loudness of the voice and the celebrations. And, and, and it's just, when you've got certain characters, when it's them that gets the goal, it almost brings that extra buzz. And it, I, I'm right in saying that the celebration was probably shirt off, forward roll into a, you know, machine gun pose. Um, brilliant, brilliant moment I'll always remember the last three I had in terms of surprises main reason main reason those surprises is because between the between the three of them they probably only ever they contributed to maybe 12 total appearances for Pendle maybe over the time um, <laughs> first firstly I suppose I'll try and go in a bit of chronological order well certainly in some semblance of order Robbo again he, he had a bit of a he, he was an absolute worldy player in five-a-side, Robbo. One of those, I'd say one of those who trained well. We didn't train well, but just five-a-side, he, he seemed to come to life. He was he was often referred to as the Makeda of Pendle. Um, <laughs> not that he ever scored any goal or did much. I, I remember he turned in, in, ter- in terms of competitive football for Pendle, he turned in an absolute blinded performance where he had to play 90 minutes at pretty much left mid um, over at pro when we were really short once. And, and it was one of those we did well, I think, to hold him to to lose him three nil. Um, but yeah. I remember he deployed him just to give him a bit of a shout out. But yeah. he's, he, I'm sure he, he'll say his crowning moment was in a pre-season friendly again in a, a bit of a thumping or certainly a three three one maybe four one loss 
he picked the ball up maybe 25 yards out. And it was one of those, he sort of shaped, he was pretty central, sort of shaped like he was going to pass it out wide right. And he's, he's just sort of just cut it inside the centre half and absolutely broke his ankles. And then just went through one-on-one and just absolutely as calm as you like, slotted it in. And now, being at the other end of that, pre-season, you've got your, your centre-forward does that. You're thinking, fucking hello, we're set here for 20, 30 goals a season. Uh, but I didn't come along until his brother started playing. So, um, bless no, him. Well, there was another one from Robbo. I can't remember, but um, did we not beat a team something like 12, 12-0, 10-0, something like that? And I remember... Um, both Tom and Robbo getting on the score sheet. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Robbo, uh, with his encyclopedic knowledge, yeah. um, or he'll Google it. One of the two. Um, yeah, maybe we can get him on one day for a, a chat about his Pendle moments. Yeah, but I, I remember that game with Tom. Yeah, Tom scoring a couple because I remember he, he scored two, and when he scored the second one, I think it was outside from outside the box even, and he just screamed, mm. "Are you having a laugh?" again completely shots himself up yeah I remember looking down I think if you look down the score sheet that day and saw the name R. Stam T. Sadler 2 C. Stewart 2 you'd have been (laughs) fucking hell who I'll be playing against but no good good days there so then the other the other one in terms of surprise packages is L. Stumbell um, gave him a little mention in the uh, in the first podcast but this again another one he probably played only played a handful of games for us um but was always involved around the around the squad, apart from a particular three year period, which he is well aware of. Um, <laughs> but the the goal, yeah, again, I, I think I, I think I'd come off. He, he not long, probably not long, been on the pitch, um, and we'd gone maybe back to we were maybe one nil up or two two one up. They they'd equalised, and it was a bit of a tight game, maybe fifteen twenty minutes to go from memory, and it was one of those moments where all of a sudden the the routine that we probably did at most kickoffs all of a sudden just seemed to work and it just went bam 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 Royce I think Royce maybe I can't remember if it was Royce or Jack was putting down the right hand side whipped it in low and just stumbled it'd been deployed as a left midfielder just arrived late at the far post and just like just one of those ran onto it and it just caught his foot in the stride and uh fund, <laughs> thundered home um, probably best for him. He didn't have to do much thinking about it. But he, uh, but yeah. And then again, just scenes. You know, when when a player like that just nets, and especially because yeah. it was straight after a bit of a oh fucking hell, we're back to back to drawing, and then bam, that was a that was the winning goal. Literally ten seconds after kickoff, maybe maybe even less. It was it was just one of those again real big moments. Um, yeah. And then the last the last one that I said in surprise again because. He sort of came in to help us out. Again, this is probably right in the early days. Um, and it was one of the things I, I actually remember fondly about getting back in and playing football. Um, I'd probably been going over to watch my old man play Sunday League Vets um, football for Folds and whilst I hadn't played. And when I started playing then, it was, you know, just caught lucky enough for, um, for me. My old man always kept himself in pretty decent shape. Um, Barring the odd, the odd uh, hamstring pinging, um, he kept himself in good shape and could he? Uh, and so he he managed to even come and play. A, a, you know, again signed on and, and helped us out. Certainly played in charity games, but he, he probably in in the early days maybe maybe made half a dozen, seven or eight appearances for us. Midfielder mainly, 
um, or or playing playing at the back, sort of pretty versatile um, player, yeah. my old man. But he managed to pull a hamstring, and again we were short, so he ended up. Oh, put no, I can, I can carry on playing. I'll just play up front. I was like, oh, hang on, fucking my old man's turned up, and he's now getting a role alongside Ricky Shepherd. And I think it was that same game <laughs> that Rick scored the scream from. The other goal in that game was with my old man's hamstring hanging off and he's managed to score a toe poke from about eight yards out in the bottom corner. And I was just like, you know, he played eight games. I played eight, nine, maybe ten years for Pendle. And I didn't score a goal in my time and he's managed to managed to pick one up the <laughs> bastard. <laughs> So that pretty much covers us for, for episode three. Get in touch, guys, if you've got any any goals that you think we might have missed um, over the years. I'm sure there's there's plenty of ones that you've got a particular memory of your own goals. Like I say, I, I certainly remember the goals I conceded and, and some of the big saves I made over the years. Um, but not being a goal scorer, I, I, uh, I certainly don't remember everything. But you guys who, who bad goals, you might remember them more fondly. We've now got an email address that you can get in touch with us through. So it's pendledearme at gmail.com. Pendledearme at gmail.com. So get in touch with us. Send us any any stories that you want us to talk about, any questions that you might have for us, any questions you might have for our guests that we've got coming up. So we've got a few guests lined up for uh, for some future episodes. So we'll definitely um, we'll post those out and then you can fire any questions you want us to uh to put to them either by text, email, pendledme at gmail.com uh, or through the Facebook page. Get in touch with us about any of those means and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And that's going to bring us on to episode four. So episode four is going to be injuries. Just coming there, like I said, my old man's hamstring. We mentioned Jack getting picking up a few injuries. Um, over the years, certainly towards the back end, and, and Jay coming through and, and becoming the top goal scorer for the last couple of years, or certainly the last season. And therefore, the next topic is going to be injuries, which is probably a bit of a specialist one for you, Kansas. Yeah, definitely. It's probably a, a topic that suits me, um, and not ideal suiting, but um, you know, not only from all the injuries that, that I um, picked up, but also towards the later years of Pendle just like helping the boys out with a bit of injury knowledge and that as well. But um, yeah, we was we did have our fair share of injuries, some of the Pendle boys. So um, interesting topic to talk about. Definitely. Right, mate. Been a pleasure again, as always. Um, like I said, boys, get in touch if there's anything you want us to, uh, if there's any topics in particular you want to discuss, I'm sure we can, uh, we'll be more than happy to um, to take any request that you've got for episodes that we can, we can discuss. And if you fancy coming on for a bit of a chat, then, uh, then just get in touch with me or Kenzie and, and we can uh, we can definitely try and accommodate that. But, um, but for now, Kenzie, yeah. episode three of the books. Pleasure, mate. See you next time. See you next time, right? Well done. And looking forward to episode four. Yeah.